Hi, I'm Melanie Huggard. Welcome to Eavesdropping, a conversation between two life consultants where we talk about the questions that can be scary. These are conversations that spark curiosity, insight, perspective, and breakthrough. This podcast might trigger you, and I actually hope that it does. I hope that it triggers you into growth. Let's dive in. All right, bonus episode. We're going to do some questions uh, with Rebecca. One of the things she's always telling me is I ask great questions, but um, nowadays there's all these card games that are out there that create questions for you. And I love them because I don't have to use my brain to ask really great questions. I can just draw from a deck of cards. And um, (laughs) so today I want to do that with Rebecca and just ask her some of these questions randomly from the deck of cards I have. And for those who want to know what I'm using, it's um, the Icebreaker Deep Talk, Deeper Talk by Best Self. And um, they do not sponsor me. <laughs> they need to. <laughs> anyway, Rebecca, I want you to choose a category. There's dreams, life lessons, exposed, courage, beliefs, and self-awareness. Wait, say one more time. Dreams, life lessons, exposed, courage, beliefs, and self-awareness. Uh, let's do exposed. I'm so curious exposed. what this means. Okay, exposed. We're going to, I'm just going to randomly pull. If, if we were video recording, you'd see me not even know what I'm pulling. Okay, here it is. What was missing from your childhood? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. My poor, I, yeah. That's a, um, that's a deep one, right? <laughs> attention. Attention. Attention, yeah. Being like really attentive. Mm-hmm. I was, I grew up an only child, uh, in an ugly divorce as a latchkey kid and a, a dad that struggled with substance abuse and alcohol abuse and, and a mom that struggled potentially with mental illness from her own unresolved trauma. Mm-hmm. And so I just grew up really, really alone. Yeah. Um, and I can remember things like, I can remember being at my dad's for my, one of my visitations and him being passed out on the couch and me playing, walking like in the backyard in Oregon, like we were out in the middle of nowhere. And I just was walking until I got to some random person's house and I was playing in their backyard. And I just remembered, I had this memory recently in in trauma therapy. And I can remember thinking like, where's your parents? You Mm -hmm. know, like, Mm -hmm. why is this little girl randomly walking through the woods so far that she runs into other people's backyards? And like, yeah. Just this feeling of no boundaries, you know, and I know, I don't want to say abandonment because that feels really extreme, um, but just like no one to really ever check on you or make sure that you're okay or that you're hungry or that you're safe. And and what that created for me, um, these deep wounds of, of being always really alone and feeling really always unimportant um, and not a priority. And so it's really affected me in my adult life. It's what led to a lot of vulnerabilities that got me trafficked. It's yeah. what I yeah. still struggle with, with my own, you know, anxious attachment style and yeah. so many things yeah. all are so built in our childhood. And so, yeah. um, yeah, attention. Okay. That's great. Okay. Great. I, first of all, it's great awareness. It's, your shows you're doing the work and I'm really proud of you. Thank Um, you. I'm really proud of you that you got a therapist. I'm really happy about that as your friend. (laughs) 
Yeah. I've been in therapy since November. That's great. That's yeah. Great. Um, okay. Second question from the same category exposed. What would you hope would be said in your eulogy? Oh gosh. Well, I know it ain't going to be, she's kind. <laughs> you is kind. You is important. <laughs> Someone said that to me the other day. They're like, you're really kind. And I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't think you know me. <laughs> I don't think anyone would ever use that as an adjective to describe me. Driven, ambitious, go-getter, brave, kind, probably wouldn't come up in the top 50. <laughs> Um, I mean, I hope people would say that I lived, um, I lived with no regrets. I lived with jumping for the stars. I lived with trying everything, going through any open door and that it would inspire others to do the same. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a really hard question. What would you want me to say at your eulogy? I, I don't know. You're good at eulogies. So I would be honored to hear whatever you would have to say. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's make this a note right now. This is a pseudo will that I would love Melanie Huggard to speak at my memorial celebration of life. Okay, great. <laughs> I will. Count me in. Um, okay. One third, one last question. Third question, same category exposed. When did a guardian angel show up in your life? Oh, easy. Yeah. I had a time when I was on a, a, a call. That's what we called them when, when you would be uh, sent to a hotel room by, by the escort service that your trafficker signed you up at. I went on a call um, with another woman. Her, her, she went by the name Kyra. I don't know her real name. And we were coming out of the hotel at the Mandalay Bay. And I can remember very vividly we're on the third floor of the parking garage. And she said, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And I thought she's going to try to rob me because it's usually what happens. And I said, yeah. And I stepped to the side and she said, I don't know if you know God, but I have this overwhelming feeling that I need to tell you that Jesus loves you. And I just remember having this feeling of like my head being pushed to this bowing position. And I hid my face in my hands. I could not stop crying hysterically. She put her hand on my shoulder and she said, do not be afraid. God wants you to know that he loves you. This wow. path you're on is, is going to kill you. And I was super strung out on drugs by then. And it was just the weirdest experience and encounter that I'd ever seen. And a lot of people are like, I think it was an angel. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, can angels sin? Because I saw her in that hotel room. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Either way, God used her in the moment of the parking garage for sure to get my attention. And um, I think I went into rehab shortly after, but it was definitely a really powerful night that I think sometimes wrecks people's theology a little bit because they don't, it's like people that want to do right all the time think they don't remember that there's like those of us out in the world that God's still trying to get a hold of and talk to Mm -hmm. and that God will use anything he wants anytime he wants anywhere he wants he'll use a prostitute he'll use (laughs) it doesn't matter he'll use a rooster and a donkey yeah and it messes with people because they're like but I've done everything right why would you know like well does you think he only talks to people in the church that are doing the right Right. things like that's, that's not how it even works but um that for me was for sure guardian angel since yeah that was the question (laughs) I love that story. It's yeah. I love all your stories. You're, you are a storyteller. That is something I will say at your eulogy. I will talk about 
what a great storyteller you are. So thank you. <laughs> that I love will be, that. That will be one of the things that I bring up for sure. <laughs> thank you. I want to be, I, I love telling story and I'm excited to use all mediums to tell story. Yeah. Um, screenplay, documentary, hosting, producing, directing, author, writing, whatever I can do. I just love it. It's all fun. And, and I hope it's impactful for people, whether it's just to be entertained or um, to move them or to open their eyes or to inspire. Like I just love telling story. So yeah. I'm hopeful that I get to do more. Yeah, me too. Because I love what you produce. So thank you. Um, before we go, I, we didn't get to do this on the episode you were interviewed on. Um, I'd love for you on this bonus episode to share anything you would love people to know about that you're producing out there. I know you have books. Um, talk about how people can get connected more with, with what you got. Yeah, you know, we have a new podcast and YouTube channel that we're working on um, this year to hopefully launch in January. Or the, the podcast may even come out sooner. It's called Trafficking Truths. And it is um, 15 of the top experts in the world that are going to share um, the difference between myths and truths in regards to human trafficking. So if you're interested, right now there's so much in the world. It's like, what's true? What's not true? Um, yeah. If you want to hear from experts, you want to know what's truth, join us on Trafficking Truths, a podcast. And my YouTube channel, I'm going to be doing the same thing. I'm going to go live every week. It's kind of a little news channel. And we're going to kind of pick through some of the things that are coming up in the headlines and and teach people how to read a press release is not what it seems and, yeah. and how to just um, learn for themselves how to identify what's true and what's not out in the world because there's so much out there that's not. And how do you sort through it? How do you sift through it? So not only will we help do that, but we're going to show you how to so that you can do it on your own. Um, so I'm really excited about getting those two things off the ground. And then we'll see from there where things go. I've been working on a television series um, with a studio in LA for, for quite some time, as you well know. Uh, we we <laughs> filmed the pilot back in November with Showtime um, and we are still trying to figure out what's gonna happen with that project. And so uh, <laughs> I'm hopeful that we'll get to keep just telling stories so that we have something other than taken for the world to yes. reference when it comes to human trafficking in, in a first world country, so. yeah. That's my goal. Keep an eye. Follow us on Instagram. We'll be talking a lot about both of those as they, uh, all three of those as, as they come up and as they launch. That's exciting. And I, I am excited about the press release thing because I remember when you broke down a press release that was announcing like finding human traffic victims and you broke 33 down. missing children found. Yes. There was just like all this drama around it. You're like, here, let me show you where the truth is. And I was like, oh. Oh my God, I'm never believing anything I read ever again. I'd so, yeah. I mean, most, the general, us, the general public doesn't generally know how human trafficking operations work. Right. And so it's really easy to read a press release and take it for exactly what it is, just because you don't have the context of how an operation works. And yeah. once you do, then you can read the press release from a different lens. And it's not that the law enforcement department is is misleading. No. They just they're just telling very high level information most of the time because those cases are open and they're not allowed to discuss open and open cases. Yeah. Um, but when you know how an op works, you're like, oh, I see what they're they're being yeah. really ambiguous, but this is what that really means. So yeah. Yeah. you know, it's not intentional on a on the law enforcement side. Well, no. maybe sometimes it is. But um, <laughs> for the most part, I just they're used to just giving high level and moving on. So they don't want to reveal tactics and they can't disclose open case info. Um, but we can get equipped to know how to read it so that we can better understand and then not live in fear yeah. or 
um, yeah, perpetuate just sensationalism yeah. and yeah, mm-hmm. perpetuate and fuel misidentification. So yeah, yeah. All right, girl. Yeah. Well, thanks again for doing this bonus episode. I really appreciate yes. it. Anytime. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Hey, I wanted to let you guys all know that uh, sessions are open with me. So my books are open. If you've been wanting to book sessions with me, you can do that at MelanieHugger.com. Also, while you're there, you can sign up for my email so that you're notified when the book that I've been writing with my daughter is complete and launched. We have some fun things planned for that, book clubs and other things. So if you want to be in the know about that, sign up for that email list. And for the sessions, if you're wondering if we're even a fit and how that would work, we can book a discovery call. It's just a 10-minute call. You can check that out at MelanieHugger.com as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.